Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Flash on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Flash on Target. We are your hosts. That's right. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. It's been a while, John. It's been a minute uh, and a half. <laughs> a minute and a half. <laughs> and by a minute and a half, I mean more like two weeks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we had the uh, 100th episode of, uh, of Stay on Target podcast. It was an epic occasion. Um, and it did set us behind a little bit with, uh, with some of the editing. It was a full uh, video episode. We had like three or four cameras going at one time. And uh, we had eight guests. And uh, it was a lot of moving parts to get that one uh, up and posted. So uh, we weren't able to post. Um, I want to say this episode is two weeks late. But the other episode is only going to be a couple days late. So, uh, so yeah, we are, we are, you know, Correct. no worries. I'll post, uh, if you want to watch the 100th episode of Stay on Target podcast, I'll post that in this article on StayOnTargetPodcast.com, or you can just look for it there on YouTube. Yeah. The YouTubes. Cool. So this was, like, honestly, I think one of the best episodes of Flash to date. I want Okay, I will go as far as to say this, Chris. I will say that this is one of the best episodes of a superhero-based television show of all oh, time. Wow. Um, namely... Because we had uh, the star power of Mark Hamill as the trickster. That's true. And he was amazing. I mean, it's, he brought, brought to the table a, like a twist, like the Joker twist that he, uh, yeah. that he does so well. Um, and just, just this insanity, um, kind of a Hannibal Lecter style uh, moment uh, at the beginning of this, uh, whenever he's first introduced. And it was just as, it, as this episode continued, both the flashbacks, uh, which were interesting and focused on uh, Harrison versus focusing on, well, they first looked on the reverse flash rather uh, instead of um, focusing on like Barry or somebody like that. It like those were spot on as well. So yeah. Like, okay. So, you know, do you want to start there? You want to start with the, the let's start with, with, with that real fast. Then we can move into more Mark Hamill kind of like centric stuff. Cool. Um, yeah, like so, we basically got the backstory of um, of Reverse Flash here, and and the fact that um, uh, Wells is not really Wells anymore. Like, um, what, what's the uh, what's the guy's name from the future? Eobard Thawne or Th- yeah, yes, sorry. Yeah, and, and so yes. he, he he basically came back and somehow lost you know his his powers in that battle with the Flash there whenever his mother died. Um, yeah, but but then like he kind of. I guess found and and picked out and chose um, Harrison Wells as okay. I want to be this person, and I don't know why, uh, other well, than just like he has resources. Well, other than the fact that like didn't he say something about um, in, you know, in the time that I'm from, you invented the uh, what is it, the particle accelerator? That's um, true. He's like, I need you to do it faster. Um, I need you to do it like 20 years sooner or something like that. Like it was, it, it was, he had the resources and he had the position and the mentality and like the, uh, the mentality to build this epic thing. And so he needed that. That's true. He did. Um, but I mean, this is what I, I like my question though. Like, okay. So yeah. if Wells built that, like, does he automatically like, you know, um, kind of, absorb 
Wells's uh, knowledge, or like how does he know how uh, to do it? You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, so so the question, I guess, there's two options here. Either he merges with Wells in some way, but comes out on top like of the dominant. Yeah, kind of like Firestorm, but he comes out as the dominant personality and maybe doesn't have a split personality, but they're just merged. Or in the the far future that he is from. Um, centuries from now or whatever, uh, the knowledge to build a particle accelerator is like, uh, think about like whenever computers first came out and the, the, the kind of rudimentary, uh, games and programs that people would come up with. And nowadays students, uh, at college are writing those same programs that, uh, took, you know, these geniuses a really long time to, to come up with. Um, so like maybe technology is advanced in the future enough to a point where this particle accelerator thing is just, you know, it's just rudimentary knowledge. It's it's not as not as big a deal. Yeah, that's entirely possible and 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 very very plausible. I think. Um, and so you know, in terms of that, okay, yeah. But then why does it have to? I guess maybe he chooses him so that whenever he invents it, it's not such a a uh, a drastic change to the timeline. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's quite possible to where you know he can he can speed up that uh speed up that process that get get it there 20 years earlier or whatever and maybe it won't yeah it won't affect things as drastically in the future um but obviously it would it would change things uh, a lot i mean just think about the idea of like you know if if um the light bulb was invented 20 years earlier or if the uh, industrial revolution happened 20 years earlier. I mean, that would just, that would make a big difference as far as where we would sit today, you know? Right. Uh, That's true. Um, Is he changing the timeline in terms of when it's created or is he kind of sticking to it? I wonder. I don't know. I mean, like it's, it's interesting because was it supposed to fail? Like if did, did this guy initially create it and it worked and, and maybe Harrison needed it to fail in order for his, you know, speed or something to, to, to take place or did it fail? Um, anyway, you know, it's like, cause that's another thing that we just don't know yet. It's Harrison knew that there was a problem with it. And, you know, uh, because his assistant, remember his assistant, um, the Pied Piper, uh, told him that there was a problem with it and then he ignored him. Right. Um, and so you wonder, did that potentially happen, uh, originally and, or was that something that he's changed at this point? You know, I mean, and there's no telling, like, I think that's why he's always checking that newspaper in the future that's why he tells barry you know like don't mess with like it, i think it convolutes things whenever like wells is uh, number one he's already back in time and he's messing with things yeah and then and then also um uh, uh barry is now changing changing timelines yeah. and, and it's like that I, yeah. I think induces a lot of panic into him um like something that like i questioned now like okay why why do, why the whole whole charade of being in a wheelchair? Is it just to, you know, so that no one suspects him of being the reverse flash? You know, the fact that he's all oh, man, no, he he doesn't run. But the fact yeah. that, you know, like Harrison wasn't um in a wheelchair before and then even after the wreck, he's standing up. Like it's not like Right. He's well a until there. until the uh until the particle accelerator happened. Um, oh yeah, you're right. That's that's whatever. Well, why does he do it then? I still don't understand dude, that. Dude, I don't know. Um and you wonder like, okay, so he lost his speed. Um, and, but there was that moment where like he tried to run away. Was it, it was in, uh, it was in 
Star Labs, there was a, a cha- like a scene where he like tried to run a, like run really fast away, but then he fell on the ground. All of right, a that was a so, few episodes ago. So maybe there is some sort of a problem. Like maybe there is some sort of an issue. And and Gideon, uh, his computer, uh, this time told him um, the the speed force has left you. Right. Um, and so. Like that's interesting too. So you wonder maybe if 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 just the uh, not being able to walk and having like problems with with that if that's a relation to the speed force leaving him back in the day. And so maybe he had problems walking uh, up until now, but he just hit it really well. Or if this was just complete facade after the particle accelerator went off. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like, is he gradually deteriorating over time? I yeah, I mean, if he's question. not as in, yeah, if he's not in his own body, maybe this is uh, this is something like that, you know? Yeah, that's wild. So, like, I love seeing the backstory. I love seeing all that. I love like getting all the explanation. It was like, and it was huge reveals. I'm like, man, this is just huge reveals, you know? Like, yeah. And, and, and this is in this very unassuming kind of episode. Um, and and I mean, we'll we'll be dealing with these for the rest of the season, if not for like the rest of the series, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, uh, it's, it's really weird to have this type of a huge, heavy episode. Um, and you just wonder like, why now? And, and why not wait for like the season finale or like, why not wait for, I don't know. I mean, it's like, why now? What have they got planned, uh, for, for the rest of the season? So, um, you hope it's big. And I think that each episode, like on the back half of the season, every episode has has felt pretty heavy, like has felt pretty weighted. Um, and that's kind of nice too. Yeah, for sure. Um, when, uh, moving on, what a, this was really cool. It was cool because Mark Hamill was in it, and he just lent, lent some like just kind of some weight to this character and the, and the fact gravitas. that gravitas. Yeah, some gravitas. Like it's basically he basically kind of like a, a tamer version of the Joker, but like man, was he awesome and crazy and interesting. Yeah, dude. And uh, <laughs> it's like whenever he starts freaking out on the other side of the glass from uh, whenever he finds out about this other trickster, it's just like you like this dude is unhinged. You know, it's like it, and it's and it, that even ends up being like the craziest twist in the world uh, whenever he ends up being uh, working with the other t- the other trickster, you know, because because of the performance where he's just like angry at this guy where he's like no that's not me stop it stop it take off that mask you know that that whole sequence was just ridiculously powerful um and so it made it a surprise like were you genuinely surprised whenever that happened yeah i mean i wasn't i wasn't expecting any of that really um yeah and i honestly wasn't expecting you know him to break out of jail like i wasn't i didn't know that that was the plan like i don't think i really saw that coming which is really cool like there were several twists on in both the flashbacks and in the regular um storyline that i'm like man this was really really surprising really cool and it kind of just broke my expectations of what this episode was going to be for sure dude for sure um and like yeah, because because of the flashbacks, you're right, and then because of that, like whenever he shows up, it's just it just hits you hard. Um, one last thing about the flashback, I just remembered that I wanted to bring up the Speed Force. Um, the idea of the Speed Force, there's a few different like in the comics relating it to kind of the Flash comics. There's a few different ways that the Speed Force works, um, and it it is how people get their powers. Like here, a super speed people get their powers or whatever, and um, so there's the in in some flash uh 
lore, like, so depending on what version of the flash you're reading or looking at, um, it is a result of Barry. Um, so like the speed force started and was generated and opened whenever Barry got his powers, Mm. which if, if, uh, Barry from the, uh, future travels back in time and he's fighting with, uh, with Eobard, um, in the past, and then he tra- time travels back to the future, and leaves le- Eobard, leaving Eobard there. And because the the Barry from the past hasn't gotten his powers yet, it could potentially take away Eobard's connection to the Speed Force because it hasn't been created yet. That's super interesting. Yeah. So like that's that's a that's one way that the comics have have put it. That's one way that it's worked. Other ways are like the speed force just exists and Barry is the first person that's able to tap into it. Um I and see. The, the, it's it's almost this uh this uh spatial entity of like it's a different dimension or whatever and he's just tapping into this energy from from beyond or whatever. So yeah. um and he's the first one to do it and so there's other characters who can replicate his uh his his process and get super speed too, or tap into it some other way. Um, and so like the more people tap into it, it, it the easier it is to tap into it, that sort of thing too. So, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know which way they're going to go here, uh, whether it was created by Barry and it's his spirit and it's, you know, other people can carry that torch too, but it began and it was Barry's to begin with. Or if it's the other way around, uh, where like you know they just need the particle accelerator to create a rift to the speed force, where people can then connect to it. So those are two yeah. different ways that you could look at it. Yeah. Um, yeah Sorry, I'll, I'll, I just okay. remembered that I wanted to say that. that no, <laughs> I totally no, that's fine. Derailed that's it. fine. I'm I'm going to jump back to uh, to Trickster. Um, and so like. I think it was it was expectation defying. It was really really cool to see Mark Hamill in this role. Really yeah. really cool to see him. You know, like uh, not only come back for this role. You know, he was in the original uh, Flash TV series, um, but it was cool to see him uh, with. Oh man, what's the actor's name? Barry's father. Like because so much. I mean, that's that was basically the the, the original. <laughs> you know, the team. You know, the, yes. from 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 the original series, and so it was cool yes. to see that. It was also. I mean, it's always cool to see. Uh, man, I gotta find his, his the actor's name here real fast. Um, that's fine. Yeah, dude. It, it, and like, okay. So whenever, um, <laughs> whenever they, they kidnap him or whatever, like, I love that, um, <laughs> the, the young guy, the young trickster goes, he's like, why do we take this guy with us? <laughs> then he like says, he's like, because that, that cop who came and visited me, his name was Alan. He, you know, this is his father and it's always good to have a cop's father. And it didn't relate at all to him knowing who the flash is, you know? So like, it, it just so happens. And so like, it just made perfect sense for them to, uh, to do this. So I love how they kind of orchestrated this event in which, uh, all of these characters have to come together and it means, Right. The, the most and so like just it upped the ante you know yeah his name is uh john wesley ship um and so it's, it's it was cool to see them both you know together and it was like that was another thing that you know i didn't really like see coming it was him yeah. kidnapping his father you know yeah. like, but it all made sense and it was just a brilliant piece of writing and yeah. a lot of fun a lot of fun a lot of action great writing in in the it just blew my mind constantly throughout this entire episode yeah, it's it was one of those things where like I didn't get any quotes because I was just sitting there. I like had my phone out to get quotes before the episode, but I was just sitting there like glued to this uh, to the show, <laughs> and I just I did I was like I don't want to I don't want to like look away to write these quotes or anything. So like it was just 
it was just a captivating piece of television. And it's like, I will go back and rewatch just that episode, uh, numerous times. So yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, it's interesting. Okay. So I loved the, the moment whenever they're, uh, they're dressed as waiters, um, later in the episode. <laughs> that was so good because it reminded me a lot of like the Joker or a lot of like some of the things that the Joker does where it's like, Hey, I just poisoned you all. You know, it's like, I just poisoned the water supply to the right. city or, or, you know, and so, and I only have the only antidote and, uh, it was just really brilliant the way that all played out. And I love how like the dude, one dude dies and he's like, Oh, he got here early about two hours ago. <laughs> it was just so good, dude. Yeah, it was really good. I agree. Um, is there anything else to say about this, this one other than just this, it was brilliant. Yeah. Like, man, you know, there was so much that happened and like, just to be completely honest, like, you know, I watched it like a week ago and so, it was it was it's hard for me to to remember um, exactly what you know. I just didn't find a flaw in this movie, like like or not a movie in this in this episode. See, like, you call it a movie because it I, felt like a movie. It did. It did feel like a movie. Let, I mean, if I'm gonna rate it, let's you know go ahead and you know say boots on, boots off, or how many boots? I'm giving it a five out of five. Oh, like, dude, this, this is was, totally five out of five. This was a perfect episode. This was um, a perfect a perfect uh, hour of television. Yeah, and and anyone who yeah anyone who who I mean you could jump in on this episode and just watch this episode and be like man I just had I just watched some really good television yeah so much fun um, yeah. I do want to mention I do do want to say that the the whole like they strap the bomb on and say you have to run at six hundred miles an hour oh, otherwise man. it blows up and then they reference speed speed yeah they just, even reference because I'm like oh man it's speed and then they reference <laughs> speed I'm like oh my gosh this is amazing <laughs> it's so good dude I love I love that kind of smart uh, humor and that smart uh, writing where it's like, this is totally something he would do. And then the other uh, just absolutely brilliant moment was whenever the other trickster goes, why did you choose me? And then Mark Hamill says, because I'm your father. Yes. It's just this weird like crossover between that and Star Wars. And you're just like, what is even happening right now? Like, this is just insane. <laughs> oh, man. Seriously. Like, that was just, that was, as soon as that happened, I was like, they, like, it, like, whenever you say, we're going to have Mark Hamill in the episode and he's going to tell someone, I am your father. It's like, you, you almost feel like, you know, you've jumped the shark now. It's like, there's, right. you know, there's well, no the, going back. And the crazy thing is like, this is just a brilliant piece of acting from, from Mark Hamill. It's brilliant. <laughs> I know. Uh, and it worked. It's like, that could have come off as the most cheesy, the worst thing ever, but yeah. because of the acting and the, because of the delivery and because of the reaction, it was just, it was just spot on. It was perfect. Yeah. And, and the perfect amount of, uh, of, of fan service and the perfect amount of like uh, self-referential humor that just, it made it even more twisted, his character even more twisted, and his character just feel even more evil in some weird way, you know? For real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and I, and I, hope we, I hope we see the trickster again in the future. Dude, that'd be awesome. I don't know how they got him this time with, like, the Star Wars stuff, like, with him filming for that and that only I wrapping know. up, you know, and then the uh, they go on all the PR stuff for Star Wars. I mean, it's like, I just don't know how he had the time to do this, but uh, yeah, it, was, it was brilliant, and I really want to see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. That's I think that's all I have. We already said it's five out of five. <laughs> five out of five, dude. And uh, yeah, just go watch it. Like if you haven't seen it, go watch it and share it with. I'll all go your friends. as far to say it's a six out of five, Chris, or a seven wow. or eight wow. out of five. Uh, let's just, let's not, let's not get crazy here. Like you know, 
I mean, we have to we have to temper people's expectations a little bit. This is true. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Um, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. You can check out uh, Arrow on Target and our regular podcast, Stay on Target, there as well. You can find us on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at Stay on Target Pod. I think that's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Flash, Flash on Target. On Target.